Hello, 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 beautiful people. This is I'm Unique, and I'm here recording, obviously recording a podcast, but I'm here once again, keeping it G. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. I am here. I am transparent right now, but I just got done crying, and um, I feel so much better. Um, I'll probably do a little bit more before the day is out, but I just thought I'd clue you in on that. And I was doing some reflecting, some journaling here, and oh, God, I just, God help me. It's all God, y'all. Okay, so boom. I want to talk about letting go and letting God. Let go and let God is one of my favorite songs. Soon as I stop worrying, worrying how the story ends, I let go and I let God, let God have his way. That's when things start happening, and I stop looking at back then. When I let go and I let God, let God have his way. I couldn't seem to fall asleep. There was so much on my mind. I was searching for that peace. Well, a peace I could not find. And then I kneeled down to pray. Praying, help me, please. And he said, you don't have to cry. Cause I'll supply all your needs. As soon as I stop worrying. Yes, worrying how the story ends. Yes, I let go and I let God, let God have have his way y'all done got me singing out <clears throat> okay y'all ain't do it maybe it's the holy ghost okay um i did not okay i must have needed it i needed it needed it ain't the word okay trying to focus <laughs> so let go and let god i was journaling and oh my god some things came up in my heart and it was time to deal with them. I was reading a book, actually, and the book led me to start dealing with stuff. And so I started journaling, and the stuff came up. And then um, the idea, the thought, let go and let God came up in my mind. And I was, like, journaling, and I was asking God, like, what does it mean when people say let go and let God? Like, what are we, what exactly are we letting go of? And, like, what does that look like? (laughs) Like, you know, it's so cliche especially if you were saved if you grew up in a church let go it's like another song it's like a fast song it's like you ought to let go and let god have his way you ought to let go and let god have his way you've been waiting a long time for god to bless you i'm in the singing spirit today i might put some music out i am soon praise god but so what does that look like what does letting go and letting god even look like um it looks like y'all if i have to cut this short i'm sorry i'll probably just pick up but i might have to cut it short anyway it looks like as god has been explaining to me firstly to let go and let god have his way you have to figure out what it is that you are holding on to because the opposite of letting go is holding on right so (laughs) you got to figure out what it is that you are holding on to not physically with your hands but what are you holding on to emotionally what are you holding on to you know mentally sometimes we hold on to 
you know, our past, things that happened in our past, maybe because we feel a certain way about it, maybe we shame about it, maybe we have regret or wish something could have been done differently or maybe we have something about a person uh maybe expectations that we have about a person that you know where we thought like um (laughs) I thought this person would be a certain way but they weren't and so now I'm disappointed so now I'm holding on to disappointment or I thought that you know my family would be saved I thought that this person would treat me better I thought that this person would be healed I thought that I would be healed by now I thought that I would be further along in life by now it's like these different thoughts and these ideas that we hold within ourselves and when we hold on to what we think what we think something should have been or how we feel something should have been then that's where the holding on comes into place it's like and that's where strongholds can begin to form. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 3, popular verse, um, to trust in the Lord with all your heart and to lean not to your own understanding. Lean not to your own understanding. So, you know, when, when we start to lean on our own understanding, because we are human, you know, we, we have that tendency to, to say, I'm not going to, you know, anything that takes us off course from the word of God is our own understanding, even other people's opinions. I'm not saying that, you know, there aren't teachings and things, you know, that or things, information that we can learn outside of the Bible to help us on our journey. But I'm saying even that should point us back to what God has already said. Like it should be, you know it should be in the same like vicinity of what the bible the morality and the the ethics that the bible teaches you know there are different ways to express the word of god to express the holy spirit but it's like the same spirit the bible talks about how there's a difference uh there are different diversities of gifts that the holy spirit gives and so you know i get it we're we're not all created the same we don't all receive and learn the same so i'm not saying it has to be boom 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 scripture 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 all day but i'm saying that ultimately there's a culture in the kingdom of god that um there's a culture in the kingdom of God that we operate by if you're saved, if, if you're in the kingdom of God, if you've accepted Jesus Christ as Lord of your life. Um, so that's what I'm saying. But, and so in that culture, in that kingdom culture, there's a certain way we go about, about life. And so when we start to step outside of the boundaries and the regulations and the words and the moral code that God has set for our life, then that means we're leaning to our own understanding. We're getting outside of what what God says and then we're trying to figure it out in our own way. And um I'm not saying that it's wrong anything wrong with thinking and it's nothing wrong with asking questions you know, asking God questions or bringing God or coming to God with the things that, um, that we disconnected, you know, from him with him about like, and I think that's the beauty in having a relationship with God. It's like, okay, you know, he says, forgive example, for example, pray for your enemies, bless those who curse you and despitefully use you. And so sometimes there's a disconnect there. Like, God, I don't want to, I don't want to forgive this person. I'm hurt right now. I, you know, that's the last thing on our mind when somebody do do something to us and make us feel some type of way. But it's like, okay, because I'm not able to forgive, because I'm not able to pray for and bless them right now, I need to have a conversation with you, God. I need to get some stuff off my chest, get some stuff out of my heart, tell you how I'm feeling and why I'm feeling this way so that I can get to a place, glory to God, to where I can forgive this person, where I can say, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm able to bless this person. 
God is not like telling us to just bypass anything we feel or think and just do it. He's not like a lay the sledgehammer down type of type of God. He's a God who understands emotions. He understands the human experience. The Bible says that he's he's acquainted with our grief, right? He's not like un just naive to how we to to the human experience, you know, hence Jesus Christ being human, fully human and fully divine, fully the son of God. So let go and let God like it's like um this uh, I was listening to this it's a gospel artist and they were on YouTube sharing some notes they got from a sermon and they were talking about how um you know <sighs> how sometimes we don't question God enough, how sometimes like in religious circles, it can be like this, this, this concept of just do what the Bible says, do what God says. And like kind of this dictatorship type relationship with God, where don't question anything that the Bible says, don't question it, just believe it. And that's it. But it's like, the reality is we, why (laughs) we do have questions, you know, they would, the, the, this gospel singer was, he was, he was talking, he was like, you know, we do have questions. We do have things that we want to ask God. We do have things like that confuse us like COVID, like what in the world, where this came from? Is this God? Like God is, what's, why, how, what, you know, or just different things that happen in our life altogether. He was saying like you asking God, you having questions and even having those conversations with God, like, and telling him how you feel and expressing yourself to him. That is more an expression of your faith than not saying anything to God, than not asking God any questions. Because for you to ask God, um, this is, I'm still kind of reiterating what this gospel singer was saying. He was saying for you, for you to ask God, um, any questions, it kind of reaffirms your faith that he is there. You're not going to talk to God and ask him questions if you don't believe that he's there and that he can and will answer your questions. And so that's like an expression of faith there, as opposed to just holding it in and saying, all right, we just gonna <laughs> deal with life as it is. I'm not gonna ask no questions. I'm just living. And it's and it's like at least he was saying at least you're you're talking when even when you go through stuff and it's like you're having feeling this disconnect, you're having these feelings, you're in your feelings about stuff with with God. Um it, it's like at least you're it's about relationship. It's not just about getting things right and and just checking things off of the list and making sure that you're perfect in God's sight. The Bible says that by works of the flesh shall no man be justified and no flesh shall glory in his sight. And it's so it's it's not like we can do anything to glory to God. We can do anything to earn God's love, to make God love us more, to make God see us in a different light. He sees us through the light of his son, Jesus Christ. When we're saved, hallelujah. He, he, when he saves us, he brings us, um, where he doesn't, he no longer sees us as, as, as we were before we got saved. He no longer sees us in, as sinful and dirty and guilty. He sees us as his children. He sees us through the eyes of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ switched places with us. So now, it, okay. So God, the punishment we deserve for our sin, God laid them on his only son, Jesus Christ, so that we could receive the treatment or the relationship, the sonship, the daughtership um, with 
with God, that communion, that fellowship with God that Jesus Christ experienced, that intimacy. Um, I'm not the best at explaining and breaking down the gospel, but that's ultimately what it is. Jesus Christ died for our sin. So we don't have to live. Okay. So that that's that's it it's like <laughs> we can't do anything to earn God's love to make God love us any more or less it's just a matter of okay like so it's 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 not when you when we understand that it helps us to not walk around and be in this relationship with God where we like tipping tiptoeing on eggshells around him like I don't want to mess up I don't want to break anything I don't want to it's it's no you know and sometimes just depending on how you grew up we can kind of approach our relationship with God that way and I think that's why a lot of people defect from the faith or don't come to the faith at all because they see it as limitations and restrictions and and all that as opposed to freedom you know and and, I, and depending on the type of church you grew up in too I can see how that that starts to form like and that's none but the enemy trying to stir up lies because God he wherever the spirit of the Lord is there is freedom you know it's not about keeping rules and doing everything right you know if we could do that then it would be no need for Jesus the Bible says it you know, if the, keeping the law can make us right with God, then Jesus Christ died for nothing. <laughs> like, so if we could be perfect just by keeping rules, then it wouldn't be no no New Testament. It would just be boom. All right. Every, every human broke rules. Everybody died. Human race is gone. But <laughs> no, it's like Jesus Christ, you know, came to save the world from sin. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. So I'm trying to let me, let me, let me, let me, let me come back in let go and let God, let go and let God, let go and let God. Like, so (laughs) I'm saying all that to show, like, we have to know what we're holding on to in order to let go and let God, like, I, 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 it's like, I'm a visual person. So I try to bring the imaginations that I'm having into words. Right. Um, thank you God for a creative mind, (laughs) but like you have to, come to grips with where you are, what you're holding on to, what you're thinking about, what ha- what is a stronghold on your mind, what is on your heart before you can release it and give it to God. And sometimes it takes a, it takes a while for us to get to a place to where we're like, okay, God, I have this bitterness and resentment in my heart for this that happened with this person, you know, so... I haven't been able to truly walk in forgiveness and walk in joy because, I, you know, I'm here. This is where I am. And, and and it's like, no, okay, don't feel bad. Don't shame yourself. Don't, don't feel guilty for being where you are. It's like, no, open up. <laughs> One of my favorite um, apostles in present day apostles, um, Dr. Matthew Stevenson, he says that when he's preaching, Oh, come on, open up. But he's like, um, you have to open up and allow God into those places with you and to allow God to walk you through those places so that you can grow closer to him. Um, there's a quote, I think one of the rappers, Lecrae, he's a Christian rapper. He said, God doesn't just want you to, um, I forgot the quote, help me Lord. It was something, and then he said, God wants to walk with you through the darkness. Like, he he didn't just, he's not a guy that just meets you on the other side of what you're going through. He's, like, there with you while you're going through it. And so, it's like, when when you know that and understand that he's that kind of God, you're more, you, you can open up to him wherever you are. 
and then let that draw you closer to God as opposed to trying to get to where God is without him coming to where you are. It's like he's just as attracted to us. He he's he's more attracted to us than I think we are. We we understand. Like he wants us. <laughs> he loves us so deeply. And it's not him that's distant from us. It's not you know the fact that he's this amazing big powerful all powerful god that 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 keeps us apart from him that keeps us from experiencing his love it's the fact that we have these things in us that tell us you know that psych us out to make us believe okay you're not good enough okay you're not you're you, you know it's it's the stuff we deal with it's human stuff that keep us separate from god I'm trying to stay on topic let go and let god you have to know what you're holding on to. You have to know what you're holding on to before you can let it go and let God. Are you holding on to like a perspective, like a perspective of a person? Like I'm a, okay. Let me share my testimony. I got a lot of them, so be ready. Boom. So for instance, I have. I was sitting here journaling, and some things came up in my heart, and he said. And I was talking about this person that I've been praying for that I really want to be saved, and the person I love dearly. And I began to cry, and I was like, "Like, why is this so upsetting? Why is this so hard for me to digest this? Why is this something that irks me so badly? I know it's out of my control. It's nothing that I can control. It's nothing that I can do. And he was like, you're holding on to this perspective you're holding on to this idea of this person that you want them to be in your head. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. But <laughs> instead of letting go of that and accepting who they are and where they are today and allowing God to work in the details and allow them to be who God created them to be. And it's like this issue of control. Like, you know, I feel like I'm in control. or I feel like I have the ability to create this perfect life for myself. And the truth is I have the ability to create certain things. I'm not like totally out of control of my life. Um, you know, I can control certain things. I can control like whether I... Um, I don't know, clap my hands or not, whether I sing or dance, whether I walk or sit down or like there are certain things that are in my control, but there are certain a, a lot more things that are outside of my control than there are in my control. So like people, other people, they're out of my control. The weather, <laughs> like events that happen in life out of my control. So for me to hold on to a perspective or to me, for me to try to create a narrative of a person in my head as far as who I prefer them to be and then live on the basis of that narrative of the person live from the place of if this person was saved then I could love them if this person was nicer then I could be their friend if this person was um was better or was wasn't so I don't know then you know and that's and it creates this distance between me and and the person because I'm holding on to what I prefer oh god help me today I'm trying to I'm trying to bring it in y'all it's like what I prefer I'm holding on to this perspective I'm holding on and this is the one I think that gets most of us in this this generation now it gets me a lot uh I think holding on to this idea of how your life should be oh I'm getting breakthrough right now y'all it's holding on to this idea of how your life should be by now or where you should be in life by now 
when I was uh, graduating high school, I <laughs> I wrote down like this, I think four or five, four year plan. And I had my life mapped out um, till I was like 25, 24, 20, whatever. And I had to go to school, blah, blah, blah. I knew what I was going to school for. I said I was going to be a physical therapist. I was going to have a house, nice house, you know, husband, good looking man, four kids, boom, all that by 24, 25, something like that, mid twenties, graduate school, get married, have a house, children, all that within the next stage of my life. And, um, no, (laughs) that's not where I am right now. And so I had held on to that idea. I had like literally solidified this is how my life is going to go. And I tried like my best to create that life for myself, but it's like it it it, just, it was just falling apart. Like certain things did happen. I did graduate college by the grace of God. You know, I did um kind of work in the field that I thought I wanted to, worked in the healthcare industry for a little while. And so it, but at that point, it's like my life started to take a turn. It was like, okay, well, no, 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 no. What are you doing? <laughs> like, I know. And so there's this, been this resistance because I've been holding on to that perspective or that idea of how my life should be. And it's like slowly, um, God has been breaking those different strongholds that I've had in my mind about how my life should be by taking me on this journey in Christ. Like, that is mysterious that where I don't know half of what's going to happen in my life the next day. I'm literally walking, trusting God with everything. And it's, that's a whole nother subject for another day. But I had to let go and let God let go of how I thought my life would be and build a connection and relationship with God um, and allow him to create my life instead. Glory to God. (laughs) And letting go and letting God is so it's not like I've always thought when I hear they let go and let God it's like just forget about stuff that you can't worry about and let God work it out and that's part of it and that's a lot of it but it's like when you break it down when you look and dig into it because I'm a digger I, I go I get into the details and nitty-gritty so much so that I can become a perfectionist if I'm not aware enough or if I'm not <laughs> you know um operating under the under the anointing like I can get like so caught up in details and I'm like see I'm doing it now but um, like letting go and letting God it's like digging into your heart digging into your spirit digging into your soul and seeing what things you are holding on to um this is the last thing I'm gonna share and then I'm gonna wrap up because I might have to go cry again like I said there's this person in my life that I really really care for and love so dearly I've known them my whole life pretty much and yeah my whole life definitely and um and so I've been praying that this person gets saved that God would save this person and I see this person struggle and go through so much um and it breaks my heart because you know people you love you don't want to see them hurt and go through pain and suffering especially when you know there's an answer and an antidote and a healing possible for them um and so it's been like this relationship where I'm like I become angry and I'm like, I want this person to be healthy. I thought that, you know, I idealize this person in my life to be the way I see this person on TV or like, I'm like, okay, I idealize 
let's say for instance if it was my grandmother it's not really my grandmother but just for instance like I idealized my grandmother the way I would see a grandmother on tv or a grandmother I don't know somebody else's grandmother it's the way somebody else's grandma appears and so because she doesn't meet the standard of what I thought a grandmother should be or what I was taught or what I formulated in my head that a grandmother should be then if she's not that then she's not truly a good grandmother and so I can't love her I can't appreciate her for who she is and where she is because she's she's not what I thought what I think she should be right and so like I said it's not really my grandmother but it's just a person in my life and and so it's like I have to let go of what I think a grandmother should be like of my perception of the word grandmother and I have to be accepting and appreciative and grateful and loving of the version of this person that I have even if they're not where I think they should where I would prefer them to be you know I, I idealizing what I think this person should be glory to God um let go and let God you know like let go gotta figure out what you're holding on to and it'll be surprising to you to see like the stuff when you start digging in the stuff that you hold on to and it may be a particular image of yourself that you hold on to so you continually try to be this person like maybe it's being a person who received a lot of affirmation so you continually try to do things that that bring you affirmation so you hold on to that version of yourself even if that version of you wears you out makes you exhausted and gives you no peace or satisfaction like it's no joy in being that person anymore so but you hold on to it because that's what other people like about you you have to be free enough to let go of stuff when it's time to let it go I'm preaching to the choir I'm not preaching anything that I'm not hearing firstly from God so so when I say you I'm talking to me first okay because I don't like when people preach and they be like, y'all, y'all. I'm like, dang, what, what about you? You know, so, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> but let go, you know, let go. And it doesn't mean that whatever you let go of is evil. And it doesn't mean that I made a YouTube video talking about you know, being able to step into the new, I think, I forgot the title, but I was talking about how, like, you have to be able to shed things when it's time. You don't keep walking around in old shoes, shoes that are too little for you. If your foot didn't grown a whole inch since last year, don't, you wouldn't wear the same shoes or you're going to get hurt. You're going to mess up your, your toes, your feet, trying to still be somebody that you're not anymore or be a version of yourself that no longer exist and it's like dying daily being in Christ dying daily he said you have to take up your cross and follow him daily you have to die to yourself daily that's what Paul said I die daily and Jesus says you can't put old wine in new wine skin I mean 
new wine and old wine skin. Or is it going to mess up? He said you can't put a new piece of cloth on an old piece of cloth. Like you can't be trying, basically don't be trying to mix the old with the new. Let go and let God. And God could be trying to renew a person in your life outside of you. God could be doing something new in a person. Like maybe you have kids, you know, I don't have any kids yet, but any biological kids that is, but God could be trying to do something new in a person. Um, but because maybe you are more connected and aware, connected with and aware of who that person was in a previous season or at a certain age or in, you know, a certain season of their life, then maybe you hold in your mind, not like outwardly, but maybe in your mind and your subconscious mind, you hold them to a standard of who they were then because it's more comfortable for you. It's more, it's easier for you to process. It's easier for you to digest, but it's like when that person evolves or begins to show you who they really are, where they really are, you know, are you so caught up and hung on what you thought or what you hold, how you hold them in your head that you can't let go of that and receive the new version of who they are. I was listening to Sarah Jakes Roberts and I know I said I was about to go, y'all, but here we are. I see how preachers feel. Like I'm I'm here. She was talking about how um like thank you Jesus. Like being in a relationship, being in marriage, you some of her and her husband and how you know basically I I don't remember the podcast or the interview or the sermon she was talking about it's kind of I think it was the podcast Woman Evolved podcast and she was talking about how you literally release um as you get to know a person as you're close to a person it's like you unveil different parts of yourself and see how much of that part how much of yourself that person can handle at a time like when you meet a person you don't just throw everything you're honest you're transparent you know transparent but you don't unload unleash every single thing every one of your issues every you don't unload everything on this person at one time it's like a gradual thing and as you see that they can handle and process and tolerate and digest it um then you slowly you know open up more and more and so I get like letting go can kind of be like that you know it may be hard to let go of your image or your ideas or what you think or what you believe all at once. It may be a gradual, it, it is, it's not made, it may, it's, an, it's a gradual process. Painful, hurtful, sometimes get emotional, but that's life, you know. It's life, seriously. So, let go and let God. If God want to do something new in you, let go. Let go of the old thing. I know it's a tendency to revert to what's comfortable, and we have a tendency to do that as, you know, being adults and growing and changing. But it's like, 
you're gonna miss out on something if you're constantly looking back. You see Lot's wife in the Bible, if you're familiar with that story. If you're not, just Google it, Lot's wife, L-O-T-T, Lot, Poshvia's wife. Um, she um, got it taking them out of a certain place, out of Sodom and Gomorrah, and his wife kept looking back. His woman kept looking back at where they came from, and she turned into a pillar of salt, and Lot and Abraham... And Sarah, they got out because they was looking forward. They was moving forward. <laughs> so they got on to the next step and so on and so forth. But um, she was so caught up in what was in the past that she couldn't, she didn't make it to her desk to the, to the next stage. So can't meditate and on the past. You have to allow the new thing to come in. You have to let go let go I keep saying it but it's that's literally how it has to be like let go every day you don't mean to drop it and just let it shatter (laughs) you know when you let go of something it's more of a gradual graceful thing you know it's not like drop it throw it in the trash step on it burn it and let God have his way no it's like let go like, you know, let go. You may, your mind re- may revisit it. But, you know, let it go. Okay. I'm, I, I'm, I'm a little emotion, more emotional right now than I was previously. So I'm going to go continue on in my emotions. Being a woman and everything, you know. Being a woman of God. You know, being a person, it, it's... It's such a blessing. Um, God help me today. So, yeah, God bless you all. Once again, my name is I'm Unique. Keeping it G with you. Keeping it real. What we got to do today, we got to be real with ourselves. Um, no matter where we are in life, we got to accept, like, okay, this is where I am. You know, it's hard to get to a destination from a place that you're you're not like I can't get from New York to California if I'm really in Louisiana like (laughs) how am I gonna get from New York to how am I gonna put my starting point is New York if I'm not even in New York like it's it's gonna be a disconnect it's gonna be confusing but if I say I'm I'm in Louisiana I need to get to Cali and my GPS can tell me from where I am how to get to where I'm going so be where you are, you know, and accept that and, and move from there. If you know you ain't forgave a person, just tell God, God, I, I'm struggling to forgive this person. I, if you know you, you still hurt from certain things, God, I'm still, my feelings still hurt. I'm still traumatized by such and such. I'm still wounded from this. I'm still... Or it could be, you know, I'm still enjoying living in the joy of, of what something that happened last year. So, you know, <laughs> like I'm, I still want to be a certain age. Like, you know, be real with where you are so that God can meet you there. He already there anyway, but so that you can really, you know, grow from a place of honesty and humility and not from a place of 
I got to be a certain place, a certain way, a certain, I got to pray a certain type of way. I got to be a certain type of religion. I got to wear a certain type of suit or a dress or a long skirt before I can be holy. And it's like, no, be honest, be willing, be open, be truthful, be transparent, be vulnerable with God. You don't have to wear a mask in God's presence. He created you. It's like a baby trying to uh, hide their body from their parent. It's like, child, you came out of me. <laughs> you know, you came out of me and I changed your diapers. Like, you don't have to hide your little your little, your little body from me. You know, in certain cases, you know, you do. You need, don't, everybody don't need to be looking at your kids. I'm just saying. If it's my mother and uh, she just gave birth to me, like, just imagine me trying to hide my body in her uh from her like woman you just came out of my bajayjay like (laughs) anyway y'all i'm going too far in it all right y'all well once again this is i'm unique y'all be blessed take care i love you keeping it g don't forget to check out my single um live and not die it's available on all streaming platforms and um yeah check it out live and sign it's the end sign not the word end but the end sign not die but i'm unique devon and slugger lyricist wherever you can find music you can find it it's on spotify youtube you know apple music amazon um etc etc yeah let go and let god I love you guys. Until next time, take care. Take care.